Welcome to Wearing the Heels. My name is Mariela Castillo and I'm the co-host. And beside me, I have Arlenis Kijen, which is the co-host as well. Hello, guys. <laughs> Today we have a, spe- a very special episode for you guys. And we are very excited to bring this person along simply because this is such a relevant um, subject, especially now during um, quarantine and during the whole virus. So again, I want to remind you guys guys to bear with us we're still working on the sound we're still working on you know the many little tweaks that we have to do especially when you start something new so bear with us and of course if you have any feedback always feel free to send it our way we always appreciate it so Arlenis how are you I'm doing great. I am also very excited for today's episode because we are bringing someone like you said, super relevant to what's happening right now during the COVID-19. And we also want to have the opportunity to say thank you to our special guest, Jocelyn Lozano. And the reason why we wanted to say thank you is because she is a teacher. And we all know, especially now during the COVID-19, how important and essential they are to all of us. I have heard so many parents complaining during this pandemic is incredible. And it's because everyone is starting to realize that teachers are the base of our kids' education, discipline, and they are with our kids more time than we are with them. I mean, I don't have kids, but uh, everything that we don't have the time to do, they're doing it for us. They're pretty much helping us raise our kids. So now that everyone is seeing that they have their work and they have to also teach the kids and do homework and do all these things that someone else was helping them do, they're starting to realize how much work teachers have on their hands. So we are extremely, extremely, extremely thankful for all the teachers out there and to Jocelyn Lozano for the work that she does every day because the word would be so much harder for every working mom or every mother out there if there wasn't teachers. Yes, we are very thankful. And now more than ever, like Arlene said, um, we know how valuable they are and how much, you know, how much they add to our lives on a daily basis. So we are very excited to introduce to you Jocelyn Lozano. Take it away. Hi, everyone. Um, Yes, I'm Jocelyn, and uh, I've been a teacher for almost eight years already. Uh, Thanks for inviting me, both of you. Mm -hmm. I'm very pleased to be here today and to be a help for others. I'm a preschool teacher. I teach uh, children from one to four and five years old. I love what I do. Of course, this type of career, I believe that you have to love what you do because not only are you taking care of our future, because kids obviously are the future, but you also have to have a certain type of allure to you. You have to have a certain type of patience and you have to have a specific type of personality. And I have known you for a few years and I can see like why kids are drawn to you. You're a very like sweet, so-spoken person. Um, I kind of know the question, the answer to this, but did you always know that you wanted to work with children? Well, if knowing from the age of 20 is considered always, well, then yes. (laughs) (laughs) I remember I was working um, in a pediatric office uh, as a medical assistant, 
And I had just finished school, right? Then at that time, I didn't feel like I was, what I was doing was fulfilling. Deep inside, I, I still will feel empty. Uh, I was in a position where I was emotional and physically exhausted, working two shifts and going out a lot. Um, then I thought, uh, I want to work in a job that is related to kids. So I set that in mind, and then I met this wonderful person, and now friend, Monica. Shout out, Monica. <laughs> <laughs> I blame God for that. <laughs> and she guided me and told me, you know, the classes and courses I needed to take in order to work as a teacher and how to apply, etc. So that's how I, my journey started, right? Then I remember the first job I got as a teacher. It was a VPK. It was in a it was in a BPK, and I was basically in charge of the whole group, because the lead teacher was most of the time absent. She was finishing her bachelor's degree, I remember, in education. So I got that job with no experience at all. At all, it was tough, really tough, dealing with a group of four years old with no experience. Me trying to get to their attention so I could teach them, you know, the letters and numbers. And they would get bored and annoyed easily. And eventually, they lost respect for me because I was being too friendly with them. <laughs> uh, there was one time one of the kids threw me a shoe. <laughs> Yes, true. I couldn't believe it. So always, I always compare that situation I had the beginning of my career as a teacher with being a mom, you know. I had many chaotic moments, and I still do, don't get me wrong. But now I know how to react and no panic or get disappointed. Oh, man, at that, at that point, I was thinking, like, what have I done? To be treated like that. Uh, this is not my calling. I was this close to throw, not the shoe, but the towel. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, the rest is history. I have a couple of friends that work with kids. And it's really crazy, the stories that they tell me. And this is one of the reasons why we have to be so... We have to appreciate teachers so much because I have friends that have worked that work as therapists with the kids, and for the most part, some of the kids that she's giving therapy to, they're autistic or they have some sort of you know learning disability or speaking disability. And I remember her saying all the time, "I don't know if I can do this. Like I get slapped, I get food thrown at my face." I get, it's like, I get treated by these kids the way I don't get treated at home, and I was never treated this way. So it's hard, and it's difficult, because you have to keep that, you know, poster, and, and you know, know that, not take it personal, like you said, and be able to know how to react, because they're kids, you know, they're kids, they're learning, and those are the opportunities that you take to teach them something. If they don't make those mistakes, then you're not able to teach them. I'm sure that kid is not <laughs> throwing any shoes anymore <laughs> at anyone. So um, it's definitely an experience I think everyone that works with kids has, has had. And it's funny because 
throughout all of this, Jocelyn is naughty. Like, every time you say they throw food at me, they <laughs> slap me. Jocelyn is, like, here, like, the outrage. That, like, yes, me. yes. Like, she's putting a little um, check mark to everything you just said. It's hilarious. Guys, and imagine, like... When you're a mother, you might have one, two, three kids. Unless you're my mom's, like my grandma who had 12 kids. But it's, you never, you're never going to be in the situation that a teacher is. Like she has, you have how many students? Uh, right now, 14 students. 14 students between the age of one and five. Can you imagine that? I can't even start to think about it. Like I can't even control my three, my three nephews who are between the age of four and 10. I can't imagine 14 of them. It's insane. So you have to understand, like... That's a lot of little kids. <laughs> That's a lot of running around. That's a lot of, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to grab that. <laughs> oh, my God. With that being said, I'm pretty <laughs> sure that most people, their question would be, what is your favorite part of being a teacher? Because obviously none of those things are the reason why you chose to be a teacher. Well, um, my favorite part, I get to be many things. I get to be a clown, sometimes a witch, when it's needed, of course. <laughs> but mostly my favorite part is the interaction as um Believe it or not, is the interaction with my kids. They're funny. They're smart. They're little, genuine human beings. Oh, my God. They have no filter. They speak <laughs> what they think. That's what I love the most. Um, sometimes hitting the truth is hard. <laughs> Some of them are fearless. Sometimes I get a little bit scared, you know. You may think they are only learning from you, but in my experience, I've reached my, my, my whole self learning from them. And they're my biggest motive to be better every day. And I'm sure it's the same for every parent. I'm not crying. You're crying. <laughs> <laughs> you see, guys, this is, this is why you have to love what you do. Because the way she talks about her children, she's not talking as a teacher. She's talking about somebody who generally loves what she does and who generally gets fulfilled by what she chose to do. And that's so, like, that's so beautiful to see. Yes, and just as I heard you speak this way about the kids, brought me to so many things that are going through my mind. Uh, some of them being that a lot of times some of these kids might not have the best parents, and their highlight of the day is seeing you. Because you never know what's happening behind doors, what's happening in their homes, and it's true. A lot of parents are not great parents. We can't expect all parents are going to be great because the truth is that there's a lot of really horrible human beings out there that choose to do harm to kids, and that blows my mind. But it happens, and we need to be educated and not afraid to listen to those things because we are the people who can actually help and make a change. And I know for a fact because I've I have studied cases and seen a lot of things because I, I like to read about that stuff and try to you know get involved with helping kids. That's why I volunteer for a program at a high school and Mariela does too. She started this year as well, and it's because a lot of these kids 
don't have someone to share things with and they want to find a safe place that they don't have a home and they don't know who to speak to. And even if they don't tell you, you might make a huge difference in their life. And if they don't tell you, but you notice that they are physically harmed, you can you can do something about it. And they have you as like that, pretty much that second mom. And I think it's really important that people realize that too, because it's not just teach you and go home. It's just there's there's a big impact that you can have in their life because again you don't know what's happening behind doors. Yes, and and from personal experience, I can attest to exactly what you said. Um, you know, I I, ha- I didn't have it as hard as many people have had, and I don't like that victim mentality. But I can relate to the fact of a school being your escape and school being the only thing that you know, that you can find refuge in. So I can understand 100% why being a teacher can change so many lives because I think that's a big, that's a big percent of why I am the way I am because I had those people that said, okay, but it doesn't always have to be like this and there is always a better way. Yes, and I think, thank you, Mariela, first of all, for sharing your experience the best way you could because I know you're tearing right now. (laughs) And um, I love that because I know that you're tearing because you know that you're good now. I mean, you're good because you had those people and and you are saying thank you with those tears to all the teachers that do it and don't give up. I admire and and every time I get a chance to say thank you to anyone that I work with or that I know that are there for, for their students, I do it because it's just amazing. And uh, something you just shared, and I think um, the reason also why I mentioned this, so you guys know that even during this pandemic, something that a lot of people were wary about and that it was mentioned a lot, even in the news, is that all the kids that get abused at their home, they were now spending... eight hours, yeah. I mean, 24-7 with their parents. They didn't have a safe space anymore. They didn't have a safe space. And if they were getting beat up three hours, four hours a day, now they're get, probably getting beat up like 24-7 So and mistreated. So this pandemic was horrible, and it was hard to think about all those kids that were out there experiencing and living through this and that there was nothing we could do. And they are. They said it. They said the percentages of kids getting abused is going to increase this year. And the worst part is that they don't have a way to tell us. Um, it's not like an adult that we can speak up. They can, but they just don't know how to because the person they're supposed to learn that from is the person who's hurting them. So I'm really happy that we're back in school because sadly that is their safe space for those kids. Absolutely. And... What would we do without the Jocelyn's of the world? (laughs) I think she doesn't even realize, like, the impact that she has on children. And I can tell you, I'm 28 years old, and I still remember my teachers from when I was really, really young. And I still remember the things that they taught me. And I still remember watching them being so nice to me and always thinking, wow, there's actually really good people in the world, and that's how I'm going to be. So... Every time you feel like it's getting too much or you think that you're not doing enough, because I think we always think that we always have that imposter syndrome that, you know, we're not good enough or you're not touching as many people as you would want. We always want to do more, which is a human condition. 
always think about that, you know, there's always that little girl, that little boy looking at you and thinking, oh, my God, if, you know, I would love to be like this person. So that's a lot. Like, that's a, those are big shoes to fill. So on a more positive note, yes, I danced when I said that. <laughs> You're going to be a mom soon. Congrats. Congratulations. Yes. It's a party. We're so you know that. We have the same fun. You know that this episode, we did not drink alcohol. We're guys. sober. <laughs> For the first time. But please first. do not hesitate. I'm the one pregnant here. No, you no, guys. But we wanted to, we, you know, we wanted to be sober with you. We wanted to, even though we always do a sober, it's not like we're drunk, drunk people. Don't get the, the wrong idea. But um, obviously, we wanted to share that little moment with you. You know, we wanted to be appropriate. And we ate people, you know, it's it's as good. We ate some croquetas and empanadas. That has this spot just like wine. Or maybe, maybe not just like wine, but not <laughs> enough. good enough. Yeah, close enough. <laughs> um, Jocelyn, do you feel like your job has prepared you for motherhood and and if he has in what way in what way <laughs> well of course being a teacher has given me some sense of how a mom life will be like right and i'm aware there'll be many challenges along the road but definitely working with children has brought me closer to their world to learn about their physical and emotional development, their needs according to their age. Um, you know, it's my everyday job. <laughs> it's what I do. So I'm very confident. I'm very confident motherhood will be just fine. Wait, you hear that? <laughs> I can hear some mom saying, yeah, right. Wait until that time comes. <laughs> But um, I'm happy. I'm happy and very excited uh, for this new stage of my life. Um, uh, thank you. Thank you for sobering up with me. <laughs> you're welcome. It won't happen again, but you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> but you're glowing. You look amazing. And we're excited for you. you. And you're just sitting here all smiles, like always, always very like pa passive. And there's, if there's somebody that I know that is ready for this, it's you like you're prepared you have the experience mm -hmm. and you there's some people that i believe are born for certain things you were definitely born to be a mom she always mentioned that like over the years she's like i want to have my children i want to be a mom and um i was just waiting for you to like go through that because i know how special it, it will have been or it is for you well let me tell you something that it worries me <laughs> sick it's like um it's like I'm a teacher, right? So I work with kids like six, six and six and a half hours, and coming home to my children and not have you know the patient that a child requires. So that's something that worries me. But I guess I'll I'll learn of learn course. through the. Through I mean, the when it's your if you're if you are the way you are with other people's children. Imagine how you will be with your child. Like, it's something that came out of you. I think there is, like, an, an instinct, and I have seen it in people that I would never think will be, um, have, like, a soft demeanor. I always thought of them, like, too, like, harsh, I would think. And then they become moms, and you see them, like, that little, 
gentleness that develops when you become a mom. Like, I think that comes with the package. Not for everybody, unfortunately, but for you, definitely. you like 80% there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we always Thank play you. around. Like, you know how you said, oh, moms are there saying, like, you're right, you don't know until it comes. <laughs> but um, Mariela and I always joke, like, our nephews and our nieces are great because we get them for a few hours and then yes. we return them. <laughs> we don't have them after that, you know? So we always joke about, about that of course I can understand why you're scared because you're saying I'm going to be exhausted with kids all day then I have to come home to my Mm -hmm. own kid but I think your kid will also as he grows older will appreciate the work that you do and for the most part what I've seen is that kids that their moms are teachers they're so proud to talk about their moms I know they're so proud (laughs) to talk about their moms and it's just super adorable I am super excited and happy for you because like Mariela said, I don't even know you that well, and I know and I can see that you're going to be a, an amazing mom, and you're going to bring to him, just him or her, because I don't know what it's going to be yet, <laughs> the same love that you give your kids and even more, you know? Because like she said, if you do it with kids that are not yours, there's just no limit for what you're going to yeah. do for your kid. So uh, I believe that 100%. And one of the things that we wanted to obviously ask today, because I know, we know that we have Mm -hmm. a lot of people that listen to us who are busy professionals, busy moms. And one of the biggest questions that we have, even those who don't have kids but are thinking about it, and they're stressed right now because of their job, and that's without adding a child to the equation, is what do you think is the best advice that you can give to professional or busy moms is struggling to manage their professional goals and their desire to be there for their children? I would say organize your day, be creative, uh, take some time to set up on the schedule where, where you can spend time with your kids at least once a day. Let your kids get involved in your daily activities like mm, cooking, reading, uh, yoga, or even if you're doing the laundry, let them help you sort out clothes. For example, make the bed together, arrange a day in the week to make breakfast together, let them stir the eggs or cut the tomatoes. It doesn't really matter what age they are, don't ever underestimate them. You'll be surprised of all the things that, are, that, that they are capable of learning and doing. Um, and right there, you are not just bonding. It gets deeper. They're, they are learning basic skills, creating good habits, learning patterns that will help them to make connections in the future as they grow. If it's a baby, sit them next to you and narrate your whole morning routine. As a matter of fact, start when they're young because that's when they're the most receptive and willing to do whatever it is to have mommy or daddy's attention. When they grow, that they are six, seven, eight, nine years old, they tend to have their own opinion and some of them their own character. Um, And some of them, their character is already shaped and it will be harder to get to them if you haven't created a bond from the beginning of, you know, their age. So, whatever you enjoy doing, get them involved. And if you notice that 
there's something in particular that they love doing, take advantage of that. It's all about love, attention, communication, and organization. Oh, and one more thing. Try not to bring work home. And if you work from home, commit yourself to disconnect from work while you're spending time with your children. And have fun, guys. Spending time with your kids shouldn't feel like an obligation. Do it because you love them and care for them. Oh, my God. I... Do you, like, do you feel do you feel all warm do you feel all warm and fuzzy inside because I feel like a unicorn like riding in a like you know in a garden of roses and I'm over here like I don't even need wine I just need love to be honest I learned so much from what she just said I learned Seriously. so much because I never thought of especially coming from me I want to be a mother but I also really love working it's like I can't imagine myself not having a job. Even if I had the opportunity to not work, I just can't I just can't do it. I have to be doing something. <laughs> so for me, this is something great because I've always wondered, you know, what are the best ways that I can get my kids or make time for my kids? And it's that simple. They truly cherish everything, as small as it is. Like that, you know, cooking with them, doing things with them, teaching them how to do things, do laundry. Like you said, it teaches them habits. And at the same time, they're spending time with you. It's just like, it blew my mind because it sounds so simple, but I didn't think about it that way before. And it's, it's amazing. It's a win-win situation. One of my sisters like that. Um, she, everything she does, she involves her kids and I remember one time she washed the dishes and then the next day I think I washed the dishes and my sister's like, oh my God, like she cleans, she cleans better than you. And she was right. <laughs> um, and, and, <laughs> and I'm a cleaner, I clean, but it's crazy to me that um, when I have stayed, like I'm very active in my little niece's life, just, just my life. And I love children. Now I get why they love me, too, because I am a child myself. <laughs> so when I'm painting or when I'm doing something, it's true that they want to be involved in everything. And I never got that into now, but it makes a lot of sense because everything we do, they want to they wanna be treated like a person. They don't want to be left behind. And since they always want love and attention... If you're doing something, it could be the most boring thing. Because remember, we don't think about it like that. But since we've been doing the same thing for 20 plus years, it's so boring. But to them, it's something new. Like, wow, we're going to do laundry. I'm over here like, oh, my God, laundry again. I'm going to blow. <laughs> like, oh, my God. And they're like, oh, yes, we're touching clothes and we're folding. And, 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 and. It's, it's, it's definitely like something to think about. It's, they just want to be included. That's what it is. And not only that. Like right now, you just mentioned something that's really funny that, you know, she does clean better than you now. <laughs> I have to see that. But um, one thing that I learned from this, too, is if we're doing everything for them and they're not doing things with us, the way they grow up is thinking that their mom always has to do things mm -hmm. for them. And they don't learn the responsibility of, you know, you don't eat because food comes out of nowhere. Like it comes from cooking like I have to make time and cook so they learn that you know if I want to eat I have to cook mm -hmm. so things like that you know if I want to wear clean clothes it's not gonna just you know fly from come from the sky like oh I have clean clothes no you have to 
clean, you have to fold, you know, they learn those things. So they learn to become independent and not to depend on their parents all the time. And that's how they start making their own bed because you make the bed in the morning with them and things like that. So I definitely, definitely love what you just share with us (laughs) because I think it's really going to help a lot of the moms out there or anyone who's thinking of becoming a mom and they're nervous because to be honest no one ever feels 100% ready and everyone is always nervous about becoming a mom because it's a lifelong responsibility your car you can turn it in your house you can turn it in what are you gonna do with a child well you know this is not working (laughs) out so bye you know you can't do that and that's true to 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 piggyback on your point Arlenis um We always have to keep in mind that we are raising children for the world. We're not raising children for ourselves because one day they are going to, you know, fly with their own wings. So it's very important to teach them those little valuable like habits and those little things that are not so little. So when they go out on their own, they don't have to deal with the stresses of life. And also have to reteach themselves all these things that they didn't learn or that they didn't learn right when they were younger. And I think that is such a valuable thing because, you know, it's a really rude awakening when somebody um, wasn't raised a certain way. And we're not saying that, you know, raising like this or like that is the best way. We're just saying that it helps. It's a really rude awakening when somebody um, goes into the real world and they don't know how to... Um, take care of themselves in any way you know so you want your children obviously to be better without you than they were with you you know that's that to me it's huge that's right and I'm very 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 extremely happy to for you guys to invite me into this uh, session Uh, it's been fun Uh, (laughs) I'm happy that uh, we could reach too many moms, well, not many, not just moms, but parents in general, family yes. members, brothers, sisters, that um, that they want to be involved, they want to be present in, in a child's life. Yes, that is definitely a good point because a child is a sponge. They absorb everything and everybody that is around them. So if, if, you know, it's not only the parents, it's the, I know I take my role as an aunt very serious. And um, even though as of many years ago, I know that I wasn't the, the same person that I am today after becoming an aunt, I look at my actions a little bit more closely I, because you feel like you have somebody that looks up to you. So everything that you do, they repeat. So you take you take it upon yourself to be better and better because you know that all that you do or don't do, which sometimes is even more important, is what they're learning. And you understand, like, the type of influence you have upon everyone that you meet. I think I'm going to come out to be a better aunt after this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, my nephews are a little far from me, so I was about, I was going to go see them this weekend in Orlando, but uh, because of the COVID-19, we're taking more precautions, especially because my nephews are visiting my grandparents soon, so they're making sure that they're doing the whole 14-day quarantine thing to make sure that they're protected before 
that they get, that they're protecting themselves before they go visit my grandparents. So sadly, I can have some fun with them this weekend. <laughs> but I'm gonna take some of the stuff I learned here and come up with some great activities to do when I see them. Jocelyn, thank you so much for being here today. You didn't only teach us about what you do as a as a professional, as a teacher, and what these kids mean to you, but you also taught us some lessons for those who want to become parents, for those who are parents and are trying to figure it out, and for anyone, for that matter, as you both mentioned. So thank you so much for being here today. Thank you so much for showing up tomorrow after recording this so late and still teach your kids. And With a big give them, smile on her Yes, <laughs> and give them so much love, especially now that you're tired, you know, you're pregnant and you're having to still take care of 14 kids. So we truly appreciate you and uh, we wish you the best and a lot of love to your baby that's coming. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. I love you both. And um, as I said before, I'm happy to be here and we could share the afterwards, you yes. know, of me being a mom. <laughs> yes. And I'll tell you everything about it. Yes. We definitely need a part two because then you, you need to bring another perspective. Okay. Now that I'm a mom. How do I take care of other people's kids? <laughs> no, but um, seriously, thank you for your commitment. I mean, this girl just basically put her feet on the wall because she was so tired and she had to lay down for a little bit. And if that's not commitment, I don't know what is. So we appreciate it so, 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 so much. And I want to thank you guys for taking the time to listen to us, um, make jokes and talk about, you know, serious issues in a very non-serious way. <laughs> so thank you so much for wearing the heels with us. And obviously, if you have any questions, any comments, anything that you might add, listen, even a joke. We need <laughs> jokes. <laughs> Stories to share, yes. questions, anything. Please send them to wearingtheheels at gmail.com. And as always, we invite you to wear the heels with us and don't take them off until you have accomplished all of your goals. <laughs>